the FT. Police have cracked down on the heart of Bahrain's pro-democracy movement, launching tear gas against protesters rallying at the heart of Pearl Roundabout in Manama, the capital. On the line is Robin Wigglesworth, who's been reporting on the unrest from the Gulf state. Robin, can you tell us what the latest is? Earlier this morning, uh, the army and then the riot police gathered around the Pearl Roundabout in downtown Manama and told protesters to leave. The government says they then decided to leave voluntarily, but that's not what I saw. I was on the overpass uh, close to the action, and it was quite clear they rained tear gas down on the camp. Some tents caught fire, and the protesters were eventually driven away, and the police and the army have now taken the camp, all at heart of the, the protest movement over the past month now, uh, and have set up checkpoints uh, around the entire neighbourhood, really. Is this the first time the police have controlled the square since the protest began? Yes, it is. When the protest began on the 14th, there were a few early deaths and protesters first took the square. This lasted until the, the early hours of February 17th, when the army or the military or security forces launched a, a rather similar attack at 3 a.m. at night, attacking the sleeping protests with tear gas, truncheons, rubber bullets, buck shots, killing four protesters and then injuring, injuring scores. That inflamed an already tense situation and led to an escalation of demands and, and, and an escalation of the protest, which eventually led you know, to today. The following Saturday, the protests were allowed to regain the square. So that was the, the, the 19th of February. And since then, they have set up this encampment there. Do you think that this is uh, the end of the protests? No. Many people will be discouraged. I mean, the government has declared uh, a state of emergency. They call it a state of national security or safety. But in reality, with the army on the streets and enforcing, trying to enforce law and order, I mean, it's in fact martial law. The reports of attacks on Shia villages across Bahrain, bloody attacks. The hospitals are apparently filling up. There are reports that the army is not letting some ambulances get to the main hospital in Salmania. Obviously, this will enrage the Shia population even further. I think there are some people who are trying to organise protests today. We do not think that that is going to happen. But certainly, the next few days are going to be very tense and quite possibly very bloody. The ruling Khalifa family appealed for help from its neighbours at the weekend and and Saudi troops entered Bahrain on Sunday. Have they inflamed the situation further? Well, they certainly inflamed the situation. I mean, it is seen as an invasion by the the, the big brother to the east. How much of a role they've played in today's bloody attacks is uncertain. I couldn't personally see any Saudi flags on any of the soldiers or tanks armoured uh, vehicles or at the Pearl. There have been reports that the Saudis have been involved in attacks on Citra, Shia strongholds to the south of the capital. Uh, it's sort of the seat of the more hardline factions of, of Shia, uh, led by Haq and al-Wafa, and it seems to be under sustained attack for two days now by pro-government forces. There have been reports that Saudi Arabian troops have been involved there. As of yet, I have not seen the Saudi troops personally involved. I mean, it's a fairly small force of a thousand. So it's more of a symbolic gesture by the Saudis that they stand behind the Al-Khalifa royal family. Where does this deterioration in the situation leave efforts to reform the political process in Bahrain? The best case scenario we can really hope for here is that the crown prince, who unfortunately seems uh, sidelined, regains some momentum and some power, offers a deal that the mainstream opposition at least can accept, and the, the leading Shia clerics tell their supporters to accept. Getting at least a majority of protesters off the street and stays face all around. 
Unfortunately, that just doesn't seem possible now. It's, it's just gone too far. The leading cleric, Sheikh Yusuf Qasim, last night sent out a statement condemning what he called would be the imminent massacre on Pearl, predicting today's events, and called on the US, the UN, and interestingly enough, from a religious clergy in, in, in neighboring countries to come to Bahrain's Shia support, the people of Bahrain's support, as he called it. Interesting, of course, the main Shia countries in this neighborhood are Iraq and Iran. So this was a direct appeal to Qom and Najaf. Whether we're going to see some of the Grand Ayatollahs there get involved is a question, but certainly this conflict has potential from escalating from a terrible, bloody, but domestic crisis into quite possibly a regional conflagration if, if cooler heads do not prevail. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.